As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well-lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Ireland is to follow in the footsteps of New Zealand and the Philippines by bringing in support, financial support, paid leave for those who experience domestic violence. Not entirely sure how it works, but it has been welcomed by Women's Aid, their CEO, Sarah Benson, joins me to talk about it. Sarah, good morning and Happy New Year to you. Hi, good morning, PJ. Happy New Year and many happy returns to your listeners. How does this work, Sarah? Basically, um, we haven't yet, I should say, seen what the government is going to propose. Um, This is uh, the culmination of a consultation process, which was undertaken last year. But it's um, uh, something that other countries have introduced in slightly different ways, including Australia and New Zealand. And Women's Aid have for many years supported the idea of a paid domestic violence leave in conjunction with a domestic violence leave policy for all employers. Um, and we are hopeful that what we will see and we welcome the commitment on the part of Minister Roderick O'Gorman to proceed with this and, and put forward legislation is that we would have something along the lines of the way you would have for sick leave or uh, some people would be familiar with things like force majeure leave you know, for emergency payments, something that is... Um, accessible, easy, based on, you know, a certain amount of hours or days over a rolling period. And um, the way we would, you know, Women's Aid actually have our own policy and have done for some time. And we also would acknowledge a number of employers have already taken this step without the government's guidance um, or a statutory leave and and implemented this. And the way it normally works is you um, are recognising that, you know, one in four women in this country um, and indeed some men, although a lesser proportion and these policies are are gender neutral in that respect. Mm. You know um, there are times uh, where if somebody is in an abusive relationship and uh, and struggling, a part of the factor can be, um, it can have a negative impact on their work or you know, they can be stalked uh, in work, harassed while in work or even being coerced to try and give up work. So we know that and and that can have really major consequences in terms of it makes somebody financially dependent or, or drives them into poverty if it's uh, post-separation. So mm. 
uh, this kind of leave would be used in 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 uh, a way that allows people to um, in consultation with their supervisor or their HR uh, department confidentially you know use the opportunity to take leave to perhaps go to court or to meet with a solicitor or to meet with a specialist service like women's aid or, or one of the great services in, in the cork area um, and instead what people have been doing is sometimes using sick leave to do that taking unpaid leave to do that and crucially then the policy that has to accompany it um, will pivot employers from being sometimes a pressure point for somebody who's in an abusive situation where they know their work performance may be suffering, they, they don't feel able to say why, um, to making the employer an ally who recognises that actually, mm. you know, uh, creating, uh, you know, this support, but also, you know, being able to have a policy that also addresses things like, um, you know, are you at risk in work? Do you need flexible working hours? Does the reception maybe need to be made aware or security if somebody is potentially a threat to you. All of those things kind of then kind of cascade from it. And we know from other jurisdictions that these are life-changing mm. policies that have low costs and really make employers allies to those who are subjected to abuse. Of course, in the first instance, Sarah, it requires someone to share very sensitive domestic information with their employer. Absolutely crucial. And that's why I mentioned policy. Now, I, I believe that the consultation primarily that the government was looking at is looking at a paid statutory leave. And that would be great if it happens. But if it happens, uh, it cannot happen without everybody looking at their own internal policies and saying, well, if this is a thing, how do we then explain to our staff, to our team, that this is something that we um, are implementing? And how do we encourage them to do so in a way that feels safe? Because, as you say, very sensitive issue, um, huge concerns may be over confidentiality. Perhaps in some larger companies, you may actually have the perpetrator and the, the, the victim uh, yes. employees of the same company. So, yes. Uh, Women's Aid have pr- produced a, a toolkit um, based on, on development by other organisations internationally. We've worked with a number of employers around um, working with their HR staff, with their people managers around, OK, if you're going to do this, if you're going to provide this support, actually the policy is almost, uh, if not more important, yeah. so that people feel that they are supported, they know where to go, they know their privacy will be protected and they know it's also just about, not just about needing time off, yeah. even more quickly it can be around uh, supporting them in their work environment. I'm thinking in terms of someone maybe even listening to us this morning, uh, Sarah, who is experiencing uh, domestic violence at home. Uh, the, the thought of approaching their boss or their line manager to disclose this, like that's a huge hurdle for them to cross. It is, and at the same time, we also are hearing, though, that, and particularly in the context, now, obviously, this hasn't been the case for all kinds of, of work and, like, you know, manufacturing and service industry, this hasn't been impacted, but for a lot of work, um, we've had for the last two years now, people working in either a hybrid or a home-based environment, and I have spoken to a number of people at senior management level in companies where they have actually said they have realised just by witnessing, say, tensions, you know, or, or seeing that, you know, somebody is perhaps under duress or pressure at home, they're actually seeing this showing up for their employees. We also know that employee assistance programs, those kind of confidential counselling supports, uh, there's been an uptick in uh, domestic abuse being the the, the factor, the, the reason why people have been accessing those for support to try and help them manage their work. So we know that employers recognise this um, and what we would say is never suffer in silence. It, it is, a, as I mentioned earlier, a really common tool of somebody who is abusive, who is coercively 
controlling somebody is to try and pressure them to get economic control over them, perhaps pressure them to become more dependent by forcing them out of work. And we do know that people do, women do give up work rather than actually speak up yeah. and say what's going on. And we would encourage somebody, even if there isn't a policy, is to reach out to somebody in your company who, you know, um, you, who, who you feel will, you know, be discreet, your HR team, your, your manager are obliged to keep confidential things that are of a personal nature in all aspects. So we'd say don't suffer in silence, reach out, yeah. even without a paid leave, even without a policy, there, there should be good support there for you. So now that there's an agreement to do this in principle, we now, of course, face down the long road of how something gets from being an idea to being reality. And that could be a long road. We hope not. Um, I suppose I, I want to acknowledge, actually, there, there was a bill put forward since 2017 by Sinn Féin, which actually had... Uh, cross-party support, broader up to support. Um, you know, it was a bill that Women's Aid fed into and, and, and supported in conjunction with a number of our colleagues in the sector. So a lot of the groundwork has been done there. This consultation has been very extensive and we would be very hopeful and, and expectant that whatever Minister O'Gorman publishes will be a fully formed thing and that given that we know it has cross-party support, it's something that could be expedited quite quickly if there's that commitment there to do so. It should sit also within the development of the new domestic uh, sexual and gender-based violence strategy, the new national strategy, which we expect the first draft of will be published in February. So there's momentum behind this and we certainly will be pushing for it to be implemented soon. Yeah, sometime this year perhaps? We would expect so. That's what we will be hoping for. All right. Okay, Sarah, thank you very much. Sarah Benson, CEO of Women's Aid. And I guess seeing as we are speaking to Women's Aid on the opinion line to give you their 24-hour national free helpline. 1-800-341-900. Quartz 96 FM. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.